Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children, the podcast where I share recordings of the bedtime stories I've improvised for my children over the years. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Today's story is a continuation of the tale of Ea and Dak. They have successfully rescued the kingdom from Lord Abner's attempt to usurp Ea's throne. But now, where have their parents gone? Listen in and find out. I hope you enjoy this story. After Lord Abner had been locked away in the dungeon, they had a trial and convicted him of treason. Ea decreed that he and his men should be banished from the kingdom, which meant that they had to leave and never come back. The trial took quite some time. It took about two months. And at the end of the trial, after Ea had brought Lord Abner, had Lord Abner brought before her, and she had told him that she found him guilty of treason against the country and against her and against her brother and her parents, and that she sentenced him to be banished and then asked if he had any final words he wanted to say before they were taken to the border of the kingdom. And Lord Abner said, Queen Ea, tell me, how are your parents anyway? Ea felt her face flush. She began to think her parents were on vacation. They had gone to a tropical island, and they had said that when they reached their tropical island, they would send a letter back to let her know. Tropical Island was about three weeks' sail away, and it had been eight weeks if it had taken her parents three weeks to get there, and they had written the letter. She should have gotten the letter two weeks ago. She suddenly realized she had been distracted by the trial of Lord Abner and had not realized that the letter had not arrived and that it was late. And now Abner was asking her about her parents, as if maybe he knew something she didn't. She thought all of this in just a moment. She said, I believe my royal parents are just fine, Lord Abner. Why do you ask? Lord Abner smiled an insolent little smirk at her, and he said, Oh, so you've heard from them then? We have not yet, said Ea, but we expect that their letter will arrive any day now. Yeah, said Abner, you just keep expecting, because once I'm gone, you'll never know what happened to them. You have our parents, said Ea? Maybe, maybe not, said Abner. You'll never know, because I'm being banished, and you'll never see me again. Ea looked at her guards and said, Guards, take him back and throw him back in the dungeon. As they dragged Lord Abner out, he said, You'll never find out what you want to know from me that way, Ea. Ea, as soon as he was gone, stepped down from the throne and walked swiftly 
to her own rooms, blinking back tears. Dak soon knocked on the door. Oh, he's such a terrible man, said Ia. How did our parents ever trust him in the first place? I don't know, said Dak. What do you think's happened? Well, said Ia, I suppose it's possible there was a storm that delayed the ship, but I think more likely when he had you and I kidnapped, he probably had Mom and Dad kidnapped as well. And now, who knows where he's taken them? Probably not some nice vacation spot. He probably has them imprisoned in the North Pole or something. Well, there's no way we'll ever find out unless we can somehow strike a deal with him. Well, maybe, said Dak. Maybe not. He knows. But to really know what's going on, he would need some sort of messenger to travel there. Hmm, said Eo. Do you think we could find a way to uncover that messenger and follow them so that we could rescue Mom and Dad? I think we ought to try it, said Dak, but we need something to buy ourselves time. Hmm, said Eo. She said, here's what we'll do, and they whispered to each other. The next day, Ia sat on her throne and had Lord Abner brought before her again. She said, Lord Abner, what is it that you want? We are willing to pay in order to ensure our parents' well-being. Lord Abner smiled with his yellow stained teeth and said, now you're talking sense, Queen Ia. Here is what I require. I wish one-third of the kingdom as my own, and I wish to be left in peace to rule it as I will. We cannot give away a portion of our kingdom, said Ia. You wouldn't be giving it away. You'd just be naming me lord of it, said Abner. It would, of course, revert to you after my death. Ah, uh, said Ia. She said, well, we certainly have n received no proof that our parents are alive and well, or that you know where they are. Before we agree to this, we shall find you more comfortable accommodations, and then we shall require a letter from our parents stating that they are well, and a letter in which they tell us something that only they would know, so we know that it is really from them. Abner said, well, I don't know. I don't like the idea of sitting in the dungeon while you wait for your letter. Well, said he, I'm sure we can find you more comfortable accommodations, but you will still be under guard. Fine, said Lord Abner. We are agreed. So, Ia arranged for a wing of the palace to be transformed into an extremely comfortable prison for Lord Abner. And she released his men from prison so that they could act as his servants. Or at least that's what she told him. The guards all began reporting to Dak about exactly who had come in to see Abner and when he had come in to see them. And Dak had hired a number of very loyal guards to follow all of Abner's men wherever they went. And after three days, a guard reported back that one of Lord Abner's men had been seen riding out of town to the north, 
and that the other guard that had been with him had followed. Very well, said Dak. It's time for us to go. And so he took with him ten of his most trusted soldiers. What did they, they follow? Rode, they followed one of Lord Abner's men that had left town. They're hoping that that man was riding to wherever their parents were hidden. Because Ia had said he had to get a letter from their parents saying they were well. And so they think that this man is going to get the letter. And Dak is following him. After they left town, they began looking for the agreed-upon signal that his spy had left. Slash marks on trees, a special slash mark in the shape of a D for Dak, so that Dak would know where he was going. And he and his men followed, riding their horses as hard as they could without tiring them out. And on the third day, they caught up with the guard who was following Lord Abner's man. He said, I think he's headed into the caves of the Willy White Mountains. Ah, said Dak, that's a good place to hide prisoners. There are caves all over that place. We've got to stay closer to him. At least one of you should try to be inside of him at all times. And so they began very quietly sneaking time, taking turns, sometimes trying to be ahead of him, Sometimes behind, but always trying to keep an eye on Lord Abner's man. And three days later, one of Dak's guards returned, reporting that he had seen Lord Abner's man entering a cave, and that he had waited around a moment, observing the entrance of the cave. And after a few minutes, he had noticed that hiding in rocks around the cave, there were two guards. They were wearing, they were dressed all in gray, and they were not moving, so they were camouflaged, and you would not see them unless you were looking carefully for them. Dak drew up a plan, and that night he and his men all dressed completely in black, and they quietly snuck up on the guards, and they were so quiet that they managed to tie up the guards and gag them so that they couldn't make any noise before the guards even realized they were there. And then they snuck quietly into the cave after they had moved along. What does gag mean? Gag is where you stick cloth in someone's mouth to keep them from talking or making noise. You put like a ball of cloth inside their mouth so that they can't move their tongue and they can't make noise. And then they snuck into the cave and after they had gone not very far in, they saw a little, yes, in the guard's mouth, so that they couldn't warn the people inside the cave. They saw a light down one of the passageways and voices, and they snuck along quietly until they saw three of Lord Abner's men sitting around a fire, and on the other side of the fire, sitting on rocks, were the former king and queen, Dak's mother and well, Dak normally was a very careful and planning kind of prince, but when he saw his mother and father being held prisoner in this kind of cave, he simply drew his sword and with a yell rushed towards the men. And his guards came right behind him and he rushed towards them so quickly that they didn't even have time to pick up their swords before they all found themselves 
staring right at the sword of Daka, one of his guards. And then they tied them up. And he said, Mom, Dad, it's so good to see you. And he gave them big hugs. And then they took them out of the cave and they put them on the extra horses that they had brought. And they all rode back to the palace. And then they decided on a new plan. And so the next day, Ea called Lord Abner before her again in court. And she said, we have received a letter from our parents. And Abner said, you did? I, that's excellent. We shall read it to you, said Ea. Here is the letter. Dear daughter, Lord Abner is a scoundrel and has kidnapped us, but we have freed ourselves from his guards. Please banish him from the kingdom. He is not to be trusted, and he is never to be allowed to rule over any of our people. What? They escaped, said Abner? But how? That's not possible. I will hear no more from you, said Ea. Guards, Dak, take him and serve his punishment. And so that very day, Lord Abner and his men tied up were taken without any of their weapons, and they were ridden across the eastern desert of Ea's kingdom. And once they reached the other side of the desert, they were taken down from their horses, and then they were left, and Dak and the guards rode back across the desert. And Lord Abner and his men would not be able to cross the desert without maps and without horses. And so now they were stuck on the other side, and they would have to make new lives for themselves there, doing something simple, most likely, like farming. Because good hard farm work is a good remedy for people who have delusions that they should be the ones in power, people who love power too much. And Ea was thrilled to see her parents again, and Dak was thrilled to see his parents again, and their mother and father stayed for a whole week talking about all that had happened. And then their mother and father boarded a royal ship, this time crewed with loyal guards instead of Lord Abner's men. And they sailed off to their vacation, which was now even more richly deserved. And six weeks later, Ea and Dak received a letter telling them that their parents had arrived safely and that they were happy in their new vacation home. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. Your reviews and personal recommendations are the main way that new listeners find the show, so thank you for spreading the word. I'd love to hear your feedback, so feel free to get in touch via email or social media, which are listed in the show notes. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.